0: That dark black one. That dark black one on Twitter. So uh, so, it's a lot of stuff going on. You got the Mark Lemonts Hill situation where he gets fired for in CNN for uh, uh, defending Palestinians out of some kind of speech he did. So CNN kind of took offense to that and they decided that. They were gonna fire him. What I find funny style about that is that I think that they were gonna fire him anyway. I think they were just waiting for something, anything, to kind of fire him. Uh, really, not a fan of Mark Lamont Hill. Uh, it's just to me, this guy is just—he just had always had a funny style um, from his his statements or not really his statements but his co-signing of a statement that was uh, defaming or that, that were defamatory statements towards the the legend the ancestor Francis uh, Francis Cress Wilson so it was like mm, he was always kind of funny and alike to because of that. Uh, he's just always been this Michael Eric Dyson type. Uh, that I, I just didn't like. You know, it's like one way around white people, another way around black people. Uh, I just don't like his style. So, wasn't a big fan of his, but however... You know, this guy is a victim of white supremacy. You know, I don't wish to see no man lose a job. But, uh, you know, it is what it is, man. Maybe he can, uh, you know, get with the times. Because CNN, CNN, all of these network shows, uh, that's more so for older white people. Uh, people who are in the loop, who want to know things on the go or want to know real news. They follow us on the internet. I believe, I believe Alex Jones, as crazy as 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 crazy as some of uh, his far-fetched conspiracy theories are. You know, he had one hell of a platform. There's no denying that. He had a lot of suspected white supremacists, um, and just. People who thought differently, following him, and they trusted what what Alex Jones said more so than somebody on on, on a television with CNN said. So, to me, the internet is kind of taking over as far as like how people get their news, how people digest their news, and form opinions. Um, especially with the, you know, the YouTube platform that's given to a lot of these pro-black channels. Um, my favorites are Professor Black Truth, The Black Authority, uh, Tariq Nasheed, um, who else? Quite sure I'm forgetting... I know your game by this guy named um, Angel Ramirez Jordan. Also, another channel called uh, by, name, by the name of uh, Paris Milan. It's this black chick. I'm just starting to follow her. I'm just starting to follow her videos. But this is a, this is the first time I really seen some woman that's like gorgeous. Well, not the first time, because um, there's another African. There's another African, like, Pan-African channel I follow. I think it's called African Esquire. African ESQ. And, you know, I like to follow a, a, a hodgepodge of different channels. So I get, you know, different different opinions. Even Yvette Carnell, you know, people can like her, dislike her. She's kind of on the fence about some things. But Yvette Carnell... Has some good videos. Zoe Williams has some great content. Fifty One Fifty Show. It's a lot of good content out there. Then on Instagram, you have kind of like the woke sector. Um, who I follow: Urema Karama. There's so many guys I follow on Instagram. Uh, the six, the six foot goddess. Um, I, she's, she's really dope with her information. Reza Islam, uh, the real Remy Red, he's pretty good. Uh, there's so many platforms to kind of get this information. Everybody's trying to fight to kind of build their following. I think the Savoy Show's another one. Everybody's trying to fight to build their following. So they can put out information to wake people up. And hopefully more black people wake up. But that's where people are going toward. They're not really going towards Roland Martin. They're not going to... All of these people you see on television. That's kind of propped up there. Like, hey, this is a black person. They look like you. And they're on CNN. In In a weird way people have a reverence for people that are on on, uh, social media or YouTube and these different streaming platforms, people have more respect for the people that are on the internet. So there's kind of like this tug of war where you have the bougie people who are vetted, who are propped up by the white society. Ask oh, this is a spokesperson. This is an anti-Trump black person. They're gonna have all these anti-Trump black uh, talking points. And then on the opposite end of the spectrum, you're gonna have a conservative black that you might put out there like Paris Denard or I don't know whatever conservative you could grab, but you know most of most part for the most part. These black people are vetted and you have a bougie bougie war where you have the bougie people that are on television kind of looking down at people at YouTube but then when these bougie people lose their job at these TV One or whatever major networks or CNN or whatever they kind of have to figure out how to adjust in a new time so um, if you're not as radical or if you're not as as um, you know, I don't know. Outspoken or if you don't stand out, uh, people just won't watch your videos. You can't soft shoot or you can't be half-ass about it because people will call you out in the comment section. More people waking out, w- waking up, more platforms are growing. And this is a good thing because I figure within the next Sometime within the next 50 years, black people are just, I think we'll wake up sometime. Not no, not any time during my lifetime. I'll be dead and gone. But I think sometime like 50 years from now, with the platforms on social media, how, how black people are slowly waking up. You're seeing more celebrities now like Jay-Z. You're seeing celebrities like Meek Mill. They're trying to become more conscious. They're trying to insert more conscious things in the rap. But first of all, I got to give props to my son, because my son, my son is solid. A lot of the stuff he says is real. He has a little quarrel with uh, DJ Academics right now. Him and DJ Academics, they kind of going at it. But there's a lot of real conscious media out here. A lot of uh, uh, pretty interesting people online. So good luck for, for Mark Lamont Hill. You know, I already he owns a a, book, a bookstore and a coffee shop. A lot of people in Philly, they seem to take take a liking to it. It's a black business, so they they're gonna support it, whatever. That's cool. Uh, also, uh, there was this Kareem Hunt situation. The Kareem Hunt situation, where I think it's this running back who plays for the Kansas City Chiefs the NFL uh, where there was an incident before the season where I'm not sure I guess he was at a hotel and he got into an argument and an incident ensued where a woman was shoved. That's from everything I've seen the woman was shoved. And the woman did hit him. He did shove her. There was a kerfuffle, like a, some kind of people get knocked over and all of that. But I don't really see where he was assaulting her. Or he was really beating her up. Uh, I think the NFL's in, the, in, this, in a place right now where after that Ray Rice situation, how the NFL covered it up, and they said, oh, okay, what we need to do, we need to put together a coalition that's going to go five times harder against domestic, abuser, uh, d- domestic abusers and domestic issues. So you had the NFL kind of covering up their Ray Rice incident. Then when it came to the light, it was real ugly and it was bad, bad PR for the NFL, so they felt like we got to go extra hard against domestic violence, more than anything else, I mean, more than a DUI, more than anything else, we kind of got to focus on domestic violence, because this is something that is, is oh, it's going to be a, all over the tabloids, all over the news, is T- going to leak the footage, and that's that, Ray Rice career over in a snap. And what's crazy is, I believe there was a Giants kicker who was abusive to his wife. Very, very abusive. Um, Me, NFL kind of knew about it, swept it under the rug. And with enough media pressure and enough people pushing him, I believe he got either cut for the team reluctantly. But without the social media firestorm, the guy would have never got fired. So you have Ben Roethlisberger who was accused of a rape, no, convicted of a rape, I believe. And he got off, he got off with like, he got off with, I don't know, something light. And there was no, oh, he, we gotta kick Ben Roethlisberger out of the league because he was like one of the top faces of the league. Hall of Fame quarterback, you know this dude, Big Ben. We can't do nothing to him, right? So there seems to be bias in favor for certain players. That's all. I, that's all I'm saying. That's not just in. Um, that's not just in. In professional football, you know, in college football. The, the all-star Pro Bowl running back Todd, what's his name? He plays for the LA Rams. Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley was caught up in an incident in college where he assaulted somebody. He assaulted, I believe, a woman or something like that in college. I'm not sure. I don't remember. But Todd Gurley was ridiculous as far as like Athletic talent. We talk about like a Heisman in college. He was like that good. And when he came out, they tried to bury Todd Gurley. Oh no, man. This guy is, uh, this is bad. This is bad. He's this and this and that. He's awful. Woopty woopty, yada yada yada. The media tried to trash him. But he came in the NFL. Had a few good seasons, all, all all is forgotten. All right, he's a star. But they tried to bury him. This the, in, in college, you got Urban Meyer, who just recently all of a sudden retired out of nowhere. This guy knew about an assistant coach being abusive to his wife. The wife was calling the, 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 the head coach, And letting the head coach know Hey look, he's whooping my ass I don't know what to do And the head coach was kind of like Colluding with the guy that was uh, Abusing his wife Getting his wife to go speak To the other wife And say hey, it's okay Don't worry about it, we'll get this fixed We'll get this sorted out Right? Nothing happens to Urban Meyer You see what I mean? Oh, it's not a big deal. It wasn't like he abused them. They start moving the goalposts. So, with this situation with Kareem Hunt, I think the media wants to make it like a a, 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 and make it comparable to Ray Rice. I've already saw articles that were saying, oh, Kareem Hunt Receives advice from Ray Rice, okay, and he didn't beat he didn't beat the girl up like no damn Ray Rice. He may have shoved her. I think this is this is worthy of a suspension, maybe four or five games. You see what I mean? Maybe you, maybe you get a four game suspension and you go back to work. But the team they they released him. They cut him from the team. So the media has the power to blow things up and make the innocent look guilty and the guilty look innocent. I'm not saying the guy's innocent, but I'm just saying you shouldn't be groveling and begging for a career because one night you might have a liquor fueled, whatever somebody maybe maybe had a disagreement with you she said some words that were offensive to you you said some words that was offense offensive to her she swings at you you shove her back I don't think that should be the end of your career I just don't I, I just nobody can convince me of that but the white media they're going to blow things up They're going, to, they're going to pick and choose what things are going to blow up. So I think the media is very savvy as far as how, what stories they choose, which, which stories they want to blow up and all of that. Because when they said, oh, he assaulted, I thought he was going to, I mean, like, he was just beating the hell out of her. Like, he struck his hand, he took his fist, and he punched her in the face. That's what I was thinking. I go see the video, it's a shove. And he kicks her. He kicks her shoe. That's it. Um. But I don't know, man. as, As of lately, I've been, you know, I've been keeping tabs of what's going on. But for the most part, it's a it's a it's a it's a cycle that keeps repeating. Keeps repeating. You know, um, us as a group we still have a long, long, long way to go. Uh, I think we get too caught up in choosing, you know, with all of these personalities that are available on the internet. You got Side Netter TV, who I do not follow anymore. Uh, you got The Advise Show, who I do not follow anymore. You got. Um, even people that follow uh, Cynthia G, who I never follow. Uh, you got, you know, people that are toxic, that like, like, Sodoma, the Crispy Sotomayor, you know, who I've never followed. You got all of these personalities out here. I'm not going to even get under the people that are under Sonetta, Sonetta TV. I'm not going to even get on them. But the house of consciousness is almost akin to the house of cons. But what you have is all of these personalities, picking sides, choosing sides. And black people, we always feel like we desperately need a leader. And in order to get out of the situation that we in, it's not gonna be a leader. You need group, you need to be as a group, unified and on code. Until the end it's gonna be the same shit so hopefully within the next fifty years we start to realize the power that we we, we could have if we just figured out um, how to unify on code and practice practice group economics practice things that would uh, behoove us (laughs) sorry for using a big word but things that would behoove us in the right direction and I'm out